Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode number 38 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell, podiatrist and health business mentor. Um, the title of today's podcast is, Who is Your Most Dangerous Competitor? So I noticed on Facebook this week, in a group um, that I'm a member of, with regards to Swift, Swift um, machine, which we have in our clinic, a very heated exchange that went on during the week to to a degree almost in hysteria where Swift had decided they were going to start selling um, their machinery to foot health practitioners. Now, the reason they're doing so is because there aren't enough podiatrists using it in the UK and they wanted to sell it to 25 foot health practitioners, which um, I can understand because they're there to make a profit and they're not making a profit. But the hysteria was driven by um, quite a number of podiatrists who felt that that was not appropriate and that they shouldn't be doing so for various reasons. And I'm not going to get into the reasons why, other than it was a almost visceral um, hatred or, or I don't know if that's too strong of a word, but fear that full health practitioners were their competitors and were going to steal or start to take their work away. Now, I also have gone through college. I've spent a lot of time studying um, to be a podiatrist and um, possibly or probably significant more time since then studying to be where I am now. But I would never take this um, viewpoint and I would never waste my time worrying about what other people are doing. Because you see, the most dangerous competitor that you have is yourself. Now, bear with me. You're probably wondering, where am I going with this? Surely my most dangerous competitor is the other podiatry clinic down the road. It might be the shoe shop that does a bit of chiropody. It might be that foot health practitioner, that physio that did a um, weekend course and starting to hand out orthotics. Well, no, it's not, actually, because you can't really influence what they do. You have zero way of influencing what they do. And to spend any time or effort trying to do so is a total waste of your time. You see, the reason I would say that the most dangerous competitor you have is you is that what I see with a lot of clinic owners is that they're doing things themselves inside their own business that is destroying their business potential that has nothing to do with anyone other than themselves. This is what I mean when I say that your most dangerous competitor is you. What you have to realize as a business owner is that every action, everything that happens in your business is in your hands, not in anybody else's hands, almost 99%. Now, I, I do understand there are regulations on what you can and can't do and so forth. But aside from that, pretty much everything that happens inside your business is up to you. That's the beauty of being the, your own boss. But what you have to do as a business owner is you have to get out of your own way. 
you have to learn to start to focus on yourself and what you can do to influence your business. You have to alter that mindset to become a true business owner who realizes that your business is there to provide for you and for your staff and for your patients. But it's there to provide a, a sufficient financial reward to you to allow you to live the lifestyle you want to have now and into the future. So you want to start thinking that my business is there to provide me with a um, sufficient income or wage now and more beyond that, that I can start to build up my wealth. And what's the point otherwise? Um, if you're not, if you're, all you're able to do is provide yourself with a wage, then why not just go and get a job and not have to have the stress and hassle of it? So you need to get a, change your mindset, get out of your way if that's what you think and start to change to, so that you believe Your business is there to provide you with more than that. Money you can take out of your business, put into other um, assets that allow you to grow your wealth and provide you with the lifestyle that you hoped for when you initially started your business. Now, I know that this is probably a controversial topic and there's probably people listening to this cursing at the podcast, but there are others who I'm starting to strike uh, a chord with who are who this is what they needed to hear. So I would beg you to stop worrying about other people. Stop concerning yourself with what your peers say you should be doing. In 99% of cases, these people are not the kind of business people that you want to be. These are the kind of clinicians who are working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, barely making uh, their, their wage every week and that of their staff and struggling for 30, 40 years until they get to the point where they try to sell their business and it's not worth anything and nobody wants to buy it off them because all they're buying is a ball and chain. Now, that was me at one stage and what I did is I realized that I was my own worst enemy and I needed to get out of my way. I needed to change my mindset and I needed to understand what my business was there for. And I needed to understand that the best way that I could get my business to provide me and my family with the lifestyle that we wanted was by providing the best possible service to my patients. Now, how do you do that? Well, obviously, your clinical skills need to be, you know, shit hot, really. And if they're not, you need to start working on them in conjunction with everything else. But we'll assume that when you're listening to this, that your clinical skills are pretty good. And in fairness, even if you talk to a clinician who isn't very good at clinical skills, they usually think that their clinical skills are pretty good. But aside from that, other things you should work on is your customer service. Could you possibly be open longer hours? Could you open on Saturdays? Could you provide online bookings? Could you, um, if you weren't taking card machine payments, could you start to do things like that? And so on and so forth. What customer service can you provide to your patients to make the whole patient journey that they have with you superior to anyone else? That's not something that your competitors can influence. That's only something you can influence. You need to make sure that you stand out, you stand apart, that you don't follow the crowd. What you'll tend to find with most businesses um, is that that owner 
will look around and see what everyone else is doing in that line of business. And if you work, if you own your own clinic, what tends to happen is you tend to work for someone else and you go off, you open your own clinic, and you just kind of copy what they did because that's a template that seemed to work, you think, but you weren't too sure. And what you'll find is that the successful business owners are the ones that don't follow the crowd. They stand out and they do something different. They're the ones that are making the most of their business while providing the best quality customer service. An example would be where in my clinic we have written a book. Now this book is coming out in the next month or two and essentially when a patient comes to see us they will get a gift package from us every time it's a new patient and in part of it will be a book written by the Achilles Foot Clinic team led by myself. That makes us stand out from everybody. And that's got nothing to do with what any other clinic does because it's in my uh, hands whether that happens or not. When you come into our clinic, our waiting room is 300 square feet, bigger than most clinics in the city. And you come in, we have lovely uh, soft chairs for you to sit on, beautiful music. We're not playing the local radio station. And in times of non-COVID, we would give you tea in, fine, in a fine china cup. Again, all things that have got nothing to do with anyone else. Now, we didn't always do these things. We used to have um, a pretty ugly-looking clinic um, in a tiny little waiting room with hard chairs and uh, the local radio station where the the, the DJ was um, listening to all the people phoning in, complaining about this and that, that topic of the day. Again, that had nothing to do with my competitors. That was my fault. So you need to understand sales and you need to understand persuasion now you might say i didn't go to college to learn how to become a salesman yeah i know that but if you cannot convince your patients to go ahead with the treatments that you recommend you cannot understand you cannot learn the the psychology of how you persuade someone to go ahead with treatment to be compliant well then you're not providing good quality customer service to that patient because you're not getting them better you need to become the best that you can be at marketing. It's often said that the best businesses are the best marketers. And certainly I've found that since I've started to uh, study marketing and implement the best marketing um, tactics that I can, that my business has exploded. So much so that during COVID this very year, that we ran out of space in our first clinic and had to open a second clinic and we have doubled our staffing. Now, I know there are probably people listening to this podcast, maybe they've turned off by now, and they're cursing me for saying that I shouldn't be worrying about foot health practitioners or physios that do orthotics and so on. But I would say to them in return, it is a waste of your time and a waste of your effort. Your job is to look after your patients and to give them the best possible customer service and outcome that you can. And by doing so and implementing business skills, by learning business skills, you can grow your business to one that provides you with the lifestyle that you want. One where you can earn more while working less and providing a better quality service to your patients who are happier than they would be going to anybody else in your locality. So I would urge you to start to learn business skills. And there's lots of um, resources out there, free resources um, to begin with, including this podcast and others. 
Now, obviously, you can fast track all of this by getting help, by getting a mentor, which is exactly what I did quite a number of years ago and what I do now with my private coaching clients, where I help them to um, avoid all the mistakes I made and to speed up the process beginning with working on their mindset so that they can achieve their financial and personal goals while providing even better quality care to their patients. So before I finish up, I would just ask you to just sit back and have a think. Maybe I am my own worst enemy. Maybe I am my own competitor. Maybe I need to change my mindset. I need to start to work on it and I need to get out of my own way, learn some business skills and stop following the crowd because if the crowd was right, they wouldn't all be on Facebook having the hysteria that they've been having this past week or so. Something, unfortunately, I see more and more often. So until next week, this is Lorcan O'Donnell, Podiatry Business Mentor, signing out.